Ladies and gentlemen, it's like a snake eating its own tail. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Perfect. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> as long as you're not the snake. Mm. <laughs> what if you're in? What if you're a part of the snake? Mm. 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 Hear the music. <laughs> Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantar Maju. And I'm the venom-eating snake, of Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it for the mediums of uh, Cactus Bunch is online. Online Ouroboros stream. Nice. Hey, Cactus Bunch. Thanks for joining. <laughs> hey, Cactus. Hey, Cactus. Ah, yes. Welcome to the show. Uh, we've got some... To the um, show mostly fun things to talk about mostly um <laughs> and some exciting things to talk about as well but um let's dive right in uh with the weekly watchings fulia please what have you been watching uh only a couple of things this week so i've been trying to catch up on the mass singer so that's been going on still and i i think eight episodes have aired so far and i'm pretty much up to number five. Um, mm-hmm. but number I've, I, I've watched. I've watched up to number five, and um, yeah, it's it's good fun. I, I'm I just music and trying to guess who's behind the mask and really crazy zany costumes and it's so cool. It's so much fun. It's like detective work with music, and it's yeah, it's very entertaining. I really love it. Um, definitely worth the watch if you're really into that sort of thing. Mostly for the music, I would say. But also, it's a great guessing game. <laughs> I yeah, feel like, like guessing, why are you famous? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we've had some big name reveals so far, and that's pretty cool. Apparently, there's still a Grammy Award winning singer under one of the masks that hasn't been revealed yet. So that's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens when that uh, when that show goes um, uh, finishes up. But the costumes, man, they're amazing this year. They're so good. Uh, I'm absolutely loving them. I love this is and this is appropriate for spoopy season. There's a there's a there's a person in the mask of the Grim Reaper. Ah, and <laughs> it looks really creepy. But whoever's under there is playing it so well. <laughs> and I swear it sounds like it could either be Darren Hayes or Troy Sivan. Oh. That's the voice I'm trying. That's the voice I'm like picking up. It sounds like either of those two. And man, like it, it look, the costume itself just looks awesome. Love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, mm. <laughs> so that's the Masked Singer. 
And the other thing I, I watched today at the time of recording uh, was uh, the Marvel Studios Assembled Secret Invasion. Um, and that was actually really good to watch. Um, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like being able to sit down with Samuel L. Jackson and have him talk about his time in the MCU and how it all started and then to where it became the Nick Fury story. And he was always wondering when that was going to, to be. But at the same time, every time he was in a Marvel film or something, he'd then be thinking, oh, are they going to be killing off my character this time? Oh, maybe it's this time. Are they going to kill my character this time? <laughs> so, like... The, 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 like to be able to, to hear him, like even voice the voice that shows how much he really, really loves playing Nick Fury and just the fact that he, you know, knowing that if he, if, if his character did get killed off, that he'd be very sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then seeing the, the, the fangirling from, from, uh, Olivia Coleman when she found out she was going to be working on an MCU Aww. project and the fact that she was like I'm going to be working with Samuel L. Jackson and and even even Sam Jackson was the same about Olivia Coleman. Oh, that's so nice. They, they fan, like they they geeked out over each other which was That's great. <laughs> which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um and just watching um you know the behind the scenes side of things with with everybody and um, how they even came about creating this world. And a lot of it were actual studio sets. Like it blows my mind that a lot of, like even the out, some of the outdoor stuff was a set at a studio. Yeah. Right. Which was insane with them, um, with, with like blue screen yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the way they turned a whole square into a Russian sort of like festival, Mm. but it's actually filmed in England. <laughs> mm. The magic oh, of cinema. Yeah. I just, it's cool. close my mind. I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. So definitely if you, if you have seen, if you have watched the series, there's going to be a lot of spoilers yeah. in there. Uh, uh, definitely watch um, the Marvel um, studios assembled of secret invasion. Um, you'll get a lot out of it. It's about 45 minutes ish. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's like one, it's like one drama series episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been watching. Great. Nice. Thanks for yeah. Um, <laughs> Michael, what about you? Hello. Hello. Um, all good. Um, I'm all up to date with the stuff that, uh, I've been watching as, uh, as well. Uh, Gen, uh, Gen V. I'm up to date with that and ooh, it's getting interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll be going outside of school now. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's going to be dealing with that. And now I can see why it may affect the actual, uh, the boys' uh, yep. line. Yes. So that's, that's, that's very interesting. And, it's, uh, and it, deserves a, it does deserve the um, second season as well. For sure. Because I do like, I'm starting to like these characters. Um the, the, these are young soups and how they're dealing with day-to-day life as soups. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's good. Uh, uh, up to date with Rick and Morty as well. This this uh, this week's is a bit of fun. 
uh, a character that we haven't seen in a long time comes back and that's very interesting too and in how their dynamic now is with Rick so that that's pretty cool I'm not sure if you've you're up to date Kendall yes but yeah. yes I'm up to date yes yeah so so that so yeah and I was a bit concerned of the ending because the last time this character was uh, was introduced to us, um, Rick uh, tried to try to off himself. So yeah, I was a bit like, what happened? Okay, um, old wounds, and it's very um, theater posi- uh, um, therapy positive as well. Yeah, which, I like that. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and uh, uh, oh, ooh, blanking on names, but. Uh, uh, Keith, 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 Keith David, yeah, yeah, Keith David. He's always fun as the president, mm. and, <laughs> and 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 yeah, he's he's a lot of fun, and just just getting him swear is just fun. Um, I mean, absolutely um, toxic <laughs> <laughs> in many ways in one. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I started. Uh, I've watched the first episode, and I'll probably watch an episode each week. But I watched the first episode of the Fall of uh, Usher House. Yay! Yay! And I sat down and I watched it with my wife, and I and and yes, it's very good. Mm. It's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that sort of. Uh, I love. I, I love. Um, when Mike Flanagan does, he's sort of. Um, it was in the shot the whole time, and you didn't notice until, yeah, <laughs> until that so, fucking thing moved. So good, <laughs> so good. I was going, ah. <laughs> my wife was going, "What are you doing?" It's like I got to show you. <laughs> so I had to had to make her watch the entire scene. It's like I don't see it, I don't see it, and then it moves like ah. Yeah. <laughs> love it, love yeah. it a lot. Yeah, and it's yeah. Um, I haven't read much Edgar Allan Poe, and it, and I can't really, you know, say oh, it's faithful. But uh, I, I don't know. It's but it's a retelling. It's an adaptation, so you probably don't need to. And um, it's a it's a good setup for the rest of the series. Uh, you get to know all these other characters, all these other players and and uh yeah um mm. really looking forward to it good um i think that's it otherwise i've been very busy with with my show that i'm on and uh trying to learn lines it's kind of hard with height and language it's you gotta learn poetry it's mm. <laughs> it's not my forte i i like sh- i like shooting the shit uh, but I need to get back in into acting, so I'm, I'm forcing myself to do it, and it's going to be good. Yes. Yes. What about you, Kendall? Do you force yourself to eat peas or anything like that? <laughs> forcing myself. Well, hey, pudding. Been ah, hello. I've been forcing myself to uh, eat steak now that I found out I'm iron deficient. So there's that. Oh no. Yeah, healthy. <laughs> I got to eat the red meats. Um. Anyway, um, my watchings are basically similar to you, Mike. Um, I'm up to date on Rick and Morty. I'm up to date on Gen V. Um, yeah, I Gen V is just 
it's just so good. I'm so happy with this show and it's like the way it's um, expanding the boys universe and the, and the way it's connected like with this episode and um, you know, certain character shows up that that was like, you know, she's a bit of a um, polarizing figure in the world of the boys and, um, and yeah, to see how she kind of fits in was super fucking cool. Um, so I was really happy about that and some more twisty twisties um, yeah. going on there. And I'm like, I'm wondering uh, and it's slight spoilers. I'm wondering if the Dean is actually dead. Or, mm. or if, uh, you know, they were made to see that. Well, that was my first theory. Mm. <laughs> As a, if there's no body, it's no death. <laughs> yeah. I'm still holding it. I'm still holding out for a couple of characters in different franchises that we <laughs> won't name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, first time. Uh, that character being introduced and first time we see like dual um would you say similar but dual like um powers yeah yeah very very similar if not the same ability dare i say very (laughs) (laughs) mind-blowing but i'm tish yes and that last scene is like (laughs) there's <laughs> that it's that last thing he's like when you when when you come on you, when, you, when yeah. are you gonna do it yeah literally <laughs> I, you me and fucking my other friends who were watching it we're like when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen when's it gonna like we just Where? we were just come on come on come on <laughs> and there it is <laughs> when he reaffirms reaffir- it's like i'm the only one who knows it's like you're dead <laughs> i know you fuck like that's <laughs> that's like victim you know, that's like red shirt <laughs> etiquette number one. Like, don't say shit like that. <laughs> but uh, but I did have a chuckle. But I did have a chuckle when he looked at the card and it was blank and said, "Ah." Oh. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was I like that. That was very clever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's well, you don't know what we're talking about. You get. Nope. You should get onto it. It's fun. No idea. <laughs> yes, so we're just talking about Gen V. Um, it's yeah. it's very good. right over my head. It's very very <laughs> good. Sorry. Um. Yeah, it's a really, really good show. I'm really, really loving it. Um, Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, I really liked. Like, I think I watched episode two late. I don't think I'd watched it yet at the time of last week. No, um, I don't think so. no. I watched it and then uh, I was trying to not spoil it. Yeah, because it was a body swap episode, sort of. Mm. In a way, I was, yeah. I really liked it. I really, really liked that episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, another interesting spanner thrown into the um, Jerry and Rick dynamic that we've had, you know, Jericky. <laughs> that was that was pretty. That was pretty great. I really liked what they did and what they explored. Like they they did body swapping. That's been done to death, but they did it in a new way and they did it in a very Rick and Morty way. Um, yeah. So I thought that was awesome. Um, episode three I watched tonight, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about it. As much as I love Keith David, I'm actually not a huge fan of the president as a character. He kind of annoys me um, a little bit, but he was kind of funny in this episode because he's, you know, crushing on therapist, um, um, <laughs> potentially inappropriately now voiced by Susan Sarandon, but we'll move on. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it was good to see, you know, that certain character come back. Um, that we haven't seen in a long time, and the feels train hit hard, especially at the end when Rick's listening back to the 
voicemails, mm. essentially. That was, and I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Um, yeah, but I was kind of hoping that they were going to go more into the, like, the president wanting to keep that approval, and they kind of fixed it pretty quickly. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. All right, fine. It was like, it was a fine episode, and I, it, you know, I appreciated the re- return characters and, um, and m- some more kind of dark stuff to do with with Rick and his progression and his, you know, dealing with his mental health and stuff. And like you said, it is very therapy positive, very mental health positive. And I, I thought that was, that was really nice as well. Um, so yeah, it was okay. Um, I didn't yeah. love it as much as the previous two, but it was all right. Um, and then, yeah, the only other thing apart from what we're going to talk about later, um, of course, is, uh, I, yeah, watched Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, started season five. So yeah, so we finished season four, which is my favourite season. It's done now, and I'm sad that it's over because, you know, I just want to watch it again because it's just so fucking good. Um, but, yeah, now we're in season five, and, um, yeah, very, very strong opener for season five where they they get taken out of... This is basically where the separation between the... Even though they've said the whole show isn't canon anymore, but... Um, they, this is where the separation started to begin, because this is they, they it's uh, this starts with time travel the first time in in Shield they do time travel in this episode and they go into the future, where um, the Earth has been destroyed um, and they're living in a space station thing that's very um, oh what's the fucking word. Um, Oh, I can't think. Derelict? Yes, sort of. Run down. It's very... Um, there's a fucking phrase. Steampunkish, I suppose. It's sort of in a way, but not fully steampunk. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's very heavy, like... But a- not the girl behind the fireplace? 80s. No, not like that. Um, no, it's just very, it's just very like, run down 80s sci-fi aesthetic, kind of, like, aliens, oh, okay. almost, um, stuff. Um, and the Cree come into it, and um, yeah, the Cree. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, um, so I'm yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna get through that now, which is really good. So yeah, haven't had time to watch anything else. Uh, again, I'm just fucking so busy. It's annoying. I want to watch stuff. I haven't even watched any more House of Usher. I'm so sad about it. Like, I'm, keep, I'm, I'm, I'm creeping up on you. You are, I know. You're going to surpass me soon. My God. No, um, just, just one at a time. Yeah, one at a time. Because save the moment. Which is like good. I'm glad you're doing it one at a time because they are hour-long episodes. So um, it's a if you're going to binge that show, it's an all-day job, um, even though it's only eight episodes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're watching it. So. Yeah. All righty. That'll do it uh, for the weekly watchings. Let's get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Uh, Alright, we're all going to get a bit sad now um, And I'm trying not to cry Um, Which is stupid because I'm not even 
like a massive Friends fan, but still, this is just really hard. Um, anyway, Matthew. Yeah, I'll, ref- I'll refrain <laughs> from mentioning Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, yeah. Sadly, we found out uh, over the weekend. The whole world found out that um, we lost Matthew Perry um, at the age of fifty-four. Very suddenly. Very sad. Very tragic. Um, we don't know exactly what happened, other than he was, you know, it seemed to he seemed to have drowned um, in his jacuzzi, and um, we don't know why. We don't know exactly what's happened. I'm sure it'll come out, um, but you know, besides the point, he's gone and he's not here, and the world is less funny because of it. Um, I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah, I mean. Like I said, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Friends fan. I have not seen every episode. I've never done a watch from start to finish. I've always meant to, but I've just it's just one of those shows. Like same not to mention Seinfeld to the, to add to the joke, but I've never done that with Seinfeld either. It's like just one of those shows that I'm like it's so fucking big and like you know I think I put tickets on, on it for so long that I was you know I, I talked it up as this thing and I just never did it and yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, but I've seen a bunch of episodes, obviously, and I'm very aware. It's so in pop culture. It's everywhere. Friends is everywhere. It's so huge. It's like it was the show in the fucking 90s and uh, the early 2000s. Like it was the fucking show. Um, and and I and I think it, it's fair for me to say, I don't, at least for me, uh, Chandler was my favorite character. Uh, in the episodes that I saw, uh, I mean, I really like Joey because you know everyone. Everyone was crushing on Matt LeBlanc. I don't know about Euphoria, but <laughs> Joey, is, <laughs> Joey is very dreamy. Um, but for me, Chandler is just uh, his sense of humor, just this dry wit, this sarcasm that he had, like, is, is just every time he did anything, I just, I just was in hysterics. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. And that's all because of Matthew Perry and his incredible talent. Uh, and his insane comedic timing, like just the guy was on fire and by all accounts seemed to be like a genuinely wonderful person. Um, the outpouring of grief from everyone on social media has been just one of the biggest we've seen in a while. Um, and yeah, I, I can't imagine what his friends and family are going through right now because that's just... It's really sad, especially when, you know, he, he put in so much work to get clean, to get healthy, to look after himself, you know, and try and start anew. Um, like our, our dear friend of the show, Christina, and I, we were talking about him literally last week because she read his... Hey, Christina. She... Hey, Christina. She... Um, and thanks she, for the like as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, she read his book and was telling me about it, about how, like, you know, he's... Apparently he said that he, like, he was meant to suffer this, like, he was meant to, like, because he nearly died already, like, this, the, the, his drug addiction nearly took him earlier than now, and, um, he, he kind of just saw it as, like, okay, well, clearly I'm meant to survive, I'm meant to live, so I can, you know, help people, I can help myself, and I can, you know, do this, I'm here for this reason, you know, and the fact that now he's gone is just, it's fucking cruel, so, yeah, um, but anyway, we'll have hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of laughter from him um, until the end of time. That guy is immortalized like forever. So um, yeah, we'll never forget him. Um, anyway, Fry, 
break down completely fullier. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I know you're a massive fan of Friends, and I know this must have really sucked for you. How are you feeling? Are you are you doing all right? Like share share us some of your thoughts on on Matthew Perry. Look, I it hit me hard when I found out that he passed away. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, take your <laughs> take your time. It's all right. Oh shit. So yes, I am a big <clears throat> I am a big fan of the show Friends, and I am aware of the inner demons that he was going through in his life. Um, I, for one, haven't read his book, although now I kind of want to. Mm. Um, and like he, like he uh, in Friends as Chandler was like the, he was funny, even though he was like one of the quote unquote, the lame characters, <laughs> but he was also a very relatable character too. Um, with you know Chandler going through all of his life with the, these different types of like bad luck in life and in love and and you know with his job and everything and um but then finally getting to a point where he ended up marrying his best friend Monica and it was such a like I've watched friends from start to finish multiple times I've marathon that show so much mm and there is a lot from that show that is very relatable to a lot of people. Um, it's it's just really sad to to find out that that he's passed away so young. Yeah. And that you know the the fact that he was trying so hard to be better in life. Yeah. <clears throat> I've also <laughs> I've also watched him in um, the series The Odd Couple. So it's like the modern day odd couple. Yeah. Um, from 2015 to 2017. And he played Oscar in that series. And he was hilarious <laughs> in that show too. And I was, I was actually so upset when they cancelled that show. Um, I, really, I was really enjoying that show so much. And when they cancelled the show, I was just like, but why? It's so good. <laughs> As like other shows where they get cancelled because of ratings, I would say. Um, that yeah, the the odd couple was was a good was a good time, um, and I kind of wish that kept going because uh, when he when he was uh, when he was playing um, Oscar, the um, his his Felix was played by Thomas Lennon, and. Thomas Lennon as Felix was just as hilarious, being so fussy and picky and OCD about everything. Um, but the fact that it was also, because it was a modern-day version of the old classic Odd Couple, it was it was so good. I really enjoyed it, and I was, yeah, again, just very, very upset that that particular show got cancelled. Um but, you know, looking at his, you know, his IMDb, he hasn't really done a lot, to be honest. Um, especially since, like, even, like, even before, before Friends, 
um, like there was there wasn't as much. Like he's done quite a few like TV shows, and and TV movies and stuff. Not a lot of film, in general for the cinema. Yeah, he didn't really. Like, I think 17 again is probably the biggest movie he ever did. Yeah, mm. I would say so. Yeah. Um, and he was really um, good at that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just been mostly in mostly in TV shows. Um, and the last thing he did was The Kennedys After Camelot. And that was back in 2017. Yeah, right. So, it's, um, like, it's obvious that since then he's been trying to deal with whatever it was with his um with his own life um but yeah just the the moment i found out and i heard it through um through my discord friends oh that he that he passed away and i'm like no way this is not true and when i looked it up i was just like i i couldn't i just i couldn't believe it i honestly could not believe it so yeah, yeah. Nah. I yeah. I Hats off to you, Matthew Perry. We'll miss you. Yeah. Well said. Thank you so much, Julia. Um, I really appreciate you saying all that. Um, Mike, um, are you are you a fan? Are you a fan of Friends? Did did Matthew Perry's work touch your life at all in any way? Or um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I won't. <laughs> I won't lie. As- like friends wasn't really um, my my favorite thing in the world but um yeah when you mention 17 again it's pro- probably probably the thing that i know him for uh like i know him as you know, like Chandler and friends of course but but uh but that movie was well it was i don't know it was an interesting thing in my life where where i was watching it and i and came out yeah 2009 so i wasn't far from 17 myself and that era so uh, i was you know i was zach efron it's like yeah and now and he he was like i don't know in his 40s or something when he when he did that movie so and i'm approaching 40 so Hmm. (laughs) um that movie may hit different so I don't know. In a couple of years, I might watch it again and and actually have a a nice circle understanding of what what it would be like of um, wanting to go back in time and actually do do some uh, and it's like these were his um, informative years and he peaked and and now he's living a life to what he thinks is not his full potential. So yeah, uh, but. Uh, yeah, he he will be missed. Uh, Pudding's in the chat at the moment, and yeah, he he says uh, Kirsten and I uh, was listening to his uh, audio book. Uh, it was tough. He went through so much, and it felt like and it felt like he was getting on top of things. Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah, we don't know um, the circumstances of his death, but it, at the moment it doesn't really matter. So you know if friends and family have lost someone that's that that they love and yeah yeah and uh, he was trying to become a director writer but uh but his addiction got got in the way uh 
back then. Yeah, so he's reaccounting all, all the stuff that's in, in his book. So uh, I won't spoil it here because Fulia's going to read it. So, uh, but she's uh, Fulia's reading the chat as well. So you're spoiled. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine. But but um, fine. here's to you, Matthew Perry. You you, you are definitely um, a big dint in the zeitgeist of of pop culture, and I give you three claps. Oh, well said, Mike. Well said. Um, cool. Um, well, let's uh, let's go and talk about something that's a bit more positive, shall we? Um, a bit as more light-hearted. Light-hearted. We've got a, a really, really upbeat rest of the show, at least for you guys. So um, let's lift the mood with some Doctor Who news. Yes. News. Um, got a bunch of Doctor Who news to talk about, actually, which is really cool. But the most important thing, of course, is the fact that we finally have release dates for all the specials. Finally. Um, along with another little teaser trailer. Um, now, yeah, so to read them out. Um, the Star Beast is the first one. It's going to premiere on, um, the 25th of November. Um... And then The Wild Blue Yonder will be on December 2nd. And The Giggle on December 9th. Um, so three ep- three episodes, three specials over three weeks. Um, and they will be on Disney Plus um, here in Australia. Mm. So um, keep your Disney and Plus also, subscriptions. And also a Christian, uh, and also a, a Christmas special on the on Christmas Day. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's true because that's going to be Shooty Gutwa's first solo outing, I uh, believe. Official. Official. First story. Yeah. Depending on how much he's he's actually in the um, in the specials, his face is in it. So. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? He'd probably in the first one. Probably in the second one. Maybe in all three. We don't. Yeah, know. we don't really know. It's it's Doctor Who. I think anything is possible, huh? Anything point. is possible. Anything is possible. Um, so yeah, very exciting to have some release dates finally. Um, the other really cool thing that they announced um, uh, was that, and I and I actually saw this on her Instagram page. Um, Kate Heron, director of Loki season one, has co-written an episode of Doctor Who uh, for Shooty Gatwa's first season um, with her co-writer Bryony uh, Redman. Um, and, um, she also shared an image on her Instagram from the episode that is pretty fantastic, um, featuring guest star Jonathan Groff. Um, what a get for the show. But I love this photo so much in their period clothing and just, like, Shooty Gatwell looks just on fire in this. <laughs> like the, the Dapper <laughs> as fuck. Like, oh my god, yes. I'm, I'm very keen. I'm very keen. This uh, this is great. But yeah, really, really cool to see that um that Kate Heron is um yeah reuniting with her sex education uh, star uh, Shudi Gawa because she was a, she directed episodes of um, Sex Education as well. So um, yeah, but no, I'm I think that's fantastic news because uh, she didn't get to write any of Loki. She only directed. So I'm I'm really curious and keen <laughs> to see what kind of a writer she is as well. Uh, Kate Heron. Not allowed. <laughs> um, so I'm really happy for her um, as well. I think it's it's really, really awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Bring on the Who News. I just need to 
finish season four in how many weeks do I have? I think <laughs> I have. I think I have three, three and a half weeks to finish. I've got a season and a half to go. <laughs> yeah, season four is essential. Wish yes, wish me luck, everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna need it. <laughs> Bring some tissues. Bring some tissues. I, I, oh, I'm not ready. No, 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 no. I don't want it. Anyway, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Fulia, are you excited about all this, all this Who news? Oh my goodness, yes. I am really looking forward to seeing our amazing David Tennant back as the 14th Doctor. Yep. So, it is canon. It is what they have said. I also watched a little behind the scenes, um, like video from from the Doctor Who channel, uh, where they actually just like it was the they were filming the regeneration and all that sort of stuff and um they also they mentioned the fact that he's not it's not you know something magical is happening or you know it's it's something weird he has come back as the 14th doctor but they're going to explain the whole how he how they regenerate into him and the way his clothes get regenerated which is really interesting as well um so yeah, but it's just going to be great to be able to see the tenth Doctor personality come back in a more sort of a aged look. Um, yeah, but he's yeah. I'm just. What are you talking about, Fully? He looks exactly the same. <laughs> 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 uh, nah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this new season. Um, well, for at least for this for the special for the 60th anniversary, uh, and then yeah, I think yeah, this is going to be a bit of a bit of a, a a kick to the to the chest, I would say, in terms of the fact that you, we're going to see him regenerate again. <laughs> yeah, another another uh, goodbye, another goodbye to Donna as well. I know the second time, the first time was hard enough. Are yeah. you make us do it again? <laughs> No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've only I haven't watched any Doctor Who this past week, but I have finally finished season two. I'm very slow at watching. Very slow. Oh yeah, don't don't even. It's fine. <laughs> I got a long way. I want to at least finish the David Tennant era before this news. Right. Before this comes you've got up, you've so. got a bigger 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 hill to climb than I do. Uh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just pick and choose. Just pick and choose. Pick and choose. I know, but I pick can't. And choose. <laughs> I love it all. <laughs> but um, yeah, now really looking forward to to the sixtieth special. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, Michael. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for uh, Kendall to start talking about fires of Pompeii. <laughs> yes. Well, I've already seen that one, so I wasn't gonna re- yeah. I wasn't gonna rewatch it because I've already seen yeah. it, and I need to save time. Yeah, I've got Peter Capaldi. I know, and, and Karen Gillan. Before times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great episode. But, I loved that one. Yeah, yeah, it was really good, really mm. good. Uh, yes, I'm excited because I finally get a release date, so I can actually plan my November properly. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it comes out for us the day after my closing date for the show. 
the show that I'm in. Ah, so. Hey, that worked out well for you. Yeah, yeah. So, and then every yeah every Monday I'm just gonna, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'll just say, hey, work. I, I can't work on Mondays for a while. <laughs> be five o'clock in the morning. I don't, <laughs> just watching it. It's like ah, I don't want to. Do, I want to do a video on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really great. Finally, it's been. It's been a long time since, yeah, and it's it's already been a year since we said goodbye to Jody, um, mm. so a full year, and yeah, the and the thing about um, how his clothes are regenerated as well, um, a bit of behind the scenes things is they didn't want David Tennant in Jody's clothes because. UK media is just insane with like cross dressing and stuff. It's like, oh, uh, come on. I know, but pets. I know, just don't throw meat meat to the to the ravenous dogs. So that's so fucking <sighs> stupid. I don't know, but if there's going to be a, that's why I was always thinking maybe this is a different. This is a particular. Um, mystery thing and they come out and say oh no it's just the same thing i think it's a lie <laughs> russell tv Davis has lied before and he's lying now there is a reason there is a reason why this man is coming back yeah and i can't yeah. wait to find out what the fuck it is <laughs> yes. yes because technically david tennant is the 10th 11th <laughs> metacrisis doctor 11th uh and Time Lord Victorious, and now Fourteenth. So you you can't you can't get rid of him. <laughs> and why would you? Yeah, because <laughs> it's more than David Tennant as Doctor Who. <laughs> it's setting a precedent that you you can't have a, a, a an anniversary story without David Tennant. Yeah, fair. Could be a dangerous also, precedent set. Yeah, and there's also rumours that like Matt Smith is going to do a, a small cameo in it as well, and and uh, River Song maybe. Uh, that's for future Kendall. <laughs> Spoilers. I know who Spoilers. River Song is. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> who is she? Who is she? <laughs> well, spoilers. We first meet. Yeah, spoilers. When we first meet her, she dies. Yes. <laughs> yeah and that's it and that's it basically great let's get let's get to the actual other time travel yes doctor let's let's go <laughs> let's 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 keep on keeping on um all right cool so one last little thing in the news just to talk on about because um we got some release date shuffles for some movies a couple of disney ones um as well as uh part two of um Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Um, that was supposed to be coming out next year, but because of the strike, uh, the actor strike, which is still going. So, mm. Solidarity. Um, so it was supposed to come out June next year. It's now been moved to May 23 of 2025. So it's been moved a whole year um, to account for the strikes. Um, and then we also have um, Disney has delayed um, two of its uh, anticipated films, the first being Elio, which I believe we've already had a trailer for, um, 
maybe a teaser, I think. Um, that's been pushed yeah, back. Teaser. That's been pushed back more than a year. Um, so it was supposed to come out next March on the 1st of March. Uh, but it's now not coming out until the 13th of June, 2025. That is a massive, massive push. Um, so I'm very surprised at that one. And there's a couple of other, um, like, untitled re- movie release dates that are also moved, so I'm just not even going to bother reading those out. But the um, the other prominent one, which is, you know, a film that a lot of people are wondering should even still exist um, because there seems to just be so much controversy surrounding it. And, of course, that is, of course, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the live-action adaptation starring Rachel Ziegler um, as the titular character um, and also featuring um, Gal Gadot as uh, the, the evil queen witch thing. I can't... Yeah, the, yeah she's, a, she's a witch, she's a queen, I can't remember. Um, it's been stepmother. S- nah, it's not stepmother. That's Cinderella. Um, I can't keep track of all these. I almost said Maleficent. I'm like, no, that's Sleeping Beauty. Um, no, it's, it's stepmum. It's stepmum. Step queen. It's the queen. Stepmum. Um, yeah, evil uh. queen. That's who she's playing. But yeah, so that was supposed to come out uh, next year, March 22nd. Um, it's now been pushed almost an entire year to March 21st of 2025. Um, so, yeah, so that's interesting. But they also gave us a first look at what the um, live action, uh, but not live action because they're CGI, uh, dwarves are going to look like. Um, I don't know if you guys have had a look at the photo yet, but um, they are yeah. c- certainly interesting. Um, that's that's a word. Like I, The image is nice. Like I love the way she looks. You know, she looks great in the iconic outfit with the, you know, the bob, like, and everything. It just, the yellow really pops, the blue. It's really nice, and the set looks lovely. But, but yeah, the dwarves are so interesting, and I, and I suppose they were always going to be interesting when it came to this adaptation. Um, but I, I just kind of want to see how they move in the environment, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, maybe this delay is also, it also could be a visual effects thing. I, I mean, it's probably definitely due to the strike, I, I guess, but, and maybe mm. the controversy surrounding it, maybe they want it to go away a bit before, uh, you know, they put the movie out. But, you know, the internet never forgets. Um, but anyway. Um, <laughs> we never forget. We never forget. Never, yeah. Um, <laughs> regardless, I'm not watching it. And number so. news. Yes. But anyway, some shuffles. Um, some delays again, uh, unfortunate to see, but it is the reality until the actors get their due. Jesus. Anyway, um, Fulia, how are you feeling about these bumps, especially the, uh, the Disney ones? Are you a little disappointed or are you just like, meh, I'll just keep waiting? Look, I'm, I've gone, I've gotten used to all these like reshuffles and delays and whatever. And it's as unfortunate as that is. I'm okay. I'm I'm patient enough to wait for it to come out. I'd rather it be, you know, done properly if they're still, you know, trying to get it all edited and filmed properly. I'd rather it be done properly and be released when it's finished, like finalized, complete, done. Mm-hmm. Put the folder away kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm just like... It's fine. Like they haven't really talked much about it. They've they've only put out like a couple of different like um images and whatever. So you know, it's like if, yeah, so they haven't really talked too much about Alio and Snow White. 
apart from what we've got so far, um, which I'm okay with. We, you know, there's no trailer or anything like that. So the fact that they're pushing it out that far just, you know, means that they just need a little extra time. And I'm okay. It's fine. I can wait. There's a lot of other media that I need to catch up on anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've, I'll be fine. Yeah, you got the boys, you got Gen V. No, 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 no. I have got, a different backlog compared to you. <laughs> right, you got Invincible, because Invincible 2 no, is coming out no, very, no, no, very no. soon. <laughs> So yeah, look, I yeah, I'm pretty indifferent about it. I it, yeah, they can they can take their time. It's fine. Mm. The image of the the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves image. I'm not convinced with the dwarves. I am not convinced. I am just <laughs> they they got giant heads. We're it's magical even, creatures. Like <laughs> no, no. We're they not were, exploited little people. Their their heads were proportionate to their body in the in the Disney animated film. Why can't they do the same thing with the live action? Like, come on. Just I, I don't, know. don't know. Also, Do- yeah. Dopey has hair, I've just realized. He's not supposed to, he's bald. Yeah, no, he's got he- hair. He's a fictional character. It's fine. It's fine. No, I'm not going. He's got big ears. This is. He's got big ears. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not. I shouldn't complain about um, hair on characters and adaptations. Um, <laughs> I really. No, sh- that that doesn't really, really concern me as much as just the proportion. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Their body essentially yeah. is what really worries me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not liking the look of them, to be honest. So I hope they use their time wisely to like fix that but if that's what their final design is mm, i don't know (laughs) yeah i haven't seen enough outrage to cause a a sonic redesign yeah um just yet but who knows maybe when the trailer drops the uncanny valley will just (laughs) swallow us whole (laughs) yeah and like you as you said with you know now that you mentioned trailer, I need to I need to see I need to see some footage of them like yeah. moving around within yeah. the scene to yes. s- to see what they're gonna look like in movement. Wait so, six months. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get a trailer next year sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good for you. Thank you, Mike. Do you have any thoughts on any of these shuffles or this image? <laughs> no, nah, not really. <laughs> All these shuffles of movies that I don't particularly want to watch. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose they've gone this far. They can't really fix it by not doing it. Um, but you know, but that's the problem. As as a collective audience. Can we stop going to these yes. live action? I've stopped watching them. Yes, do it. Yeah, don't don't keep watching them. I, I, I am I've, obligated. I, I've finished. I finished. I I watched Beauty and the Beast because it was date night. I thought I'm done. I don't know. I don't need this. <laughs> that was like six this, years ago. <laughs> exactly. I don't need this. I don't need this anymore. Uh, and now there's. Now they're going to do a live-action Frozen is in the works. Yeah, probably. There's go- yeah, 
a hint at. <laughs> it's like, oh, we, yeah, we're going to, we're doing Moana and we're going, <laughs> what's that other one? Yeah, yeah, and they're doing Lilo and Stitch. And God, I hope they do that well. Nah. Don't hold your breath for you. I know, not, I know. Not done well. No. Yeah. If it was a horror film, I'd go watch it. But Of course you would. Well, it's 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 there for it, you know. It's originally E. T. was meant to be a horror flick. Yeah. So I wanna see that. But with Lilo and Stitch. No. Oh, that'd be so good. They're not going to do that, of course, but that would be great. See? Kendall's on my side. <laughs> no! What if they did like, if they did it like as a, like a blood and honey sort of a take? You know? Mm, no. But not, that to, no. not to that degree, but you know what I mean? Like, do a dark version of what we know. Yeah. Is what At I least mean. the sequel to that, they're probably going to do like something decent with it. Because the first one, I haven't seen it, but I've, all accounts, it's terrible. And just by name itself, it's like Winnie the Pooh as horror. It's like cool on paper, but execution, nah, not good. Yeah, so I want to see Lilo and Stitch actually reap, wreak havoc. Uh, in don't even say it in Hawaii. Just you know, it'll be like it'll be like uh, Predators, um, <laughs> the second one. Where where they go to like um, Manhattan? Yeah, yeah, New York yeah. or Los Angeles is in one of the yeah. big cities. Yeah. It completely destroys destroy the thing, and and but befriends a a child, and then at the end is like, ah, oh, I'm a I'm, I'm redeemed because of this child. It's like, nope, the CIA. You know, I just written a good one for myself. Anyway, when is Lilo and Stitch going to be in the copyright? Then I can play it. We gotta we go. wait. A, you have to wait a while. You have to wait a while. You know what I wish Disney had done? And not to go on a tangent, really, but um, I I just wish they'd stuck to the, uh, you know, let's reimagine some of these stories or let's, like, because, you know, they call them reimagined classics, but it's it's just the same fucking shit. It's the same shit except live action. But, you know, they actually had some originality going when they did Maleficent and when they did did Cruella. And, like, Mm. and especially Cruella was so huge. It was massive. Um and there's supposed to be a sequel. Who knows the fuck when? Um, but um, but that kind of shit. I was like, that's what I want to see. Like, that's Disney taking yeah. their existing IP, putting a new spin on it, and sending it out into the world. And make it new, make it different, exactly, make it interesting. Exactly. Because then yeah, you, you, I agree. Because then you tick both boxes. You get the you get your IP out there, and you get people in with your IP, and then you're also satisfying mm. the people who want to watch something new at the same time. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't like that idea, you've got the original to watch. Exactly. Whereas you know now mm. they're just like, if you if if you didn't like the original, here's the new version, just so we can make a billion dollars. It's just yeah, yeah, it's all fucked up. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, do your imagining of Treasure Planet. Yep. Ah, uh, a light. See, look, <laughs> live action Treasure Planet. I would watch just because that movie gets a bad rap and as a series. I would watch. That would be sick. If they did it right, yeah, as a series, yeah. that would be really cool. But, you know, with the way they handled Willow, I'm not really optimistic uh, about all of that. But anyway, Gold yeah. Leader. I'm calling Gold Leader. We have a couple of things. Well, we have one thing. You're reimagining a song in the South, you bastard. <laughs> 
No. No. <laughs> That's a big, big fat no from from Mr. Walt Disney. Um, alrighty. Um, and his head. <laughs> uh, that's, He's frozen. That's the, that's the nerdy news. Let him go, Mike. Um, that's the nerdy news. We're going to roll on up now to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Trailer park time. And, you know, we just have the shortest trailer park of all time um, this week uh, because, you know, we have things that we want to talk about and there weren't that many trailers this week anyway, especially not for movies and things that we hadn't seen. But um, this gets a special mention because hell the fuck yes. Um, okay. We finally got a uh, first full trailer, um, probably the last one and only full trailer we'll get the season is dropping very soon. Um, the Crown. Season six, the final season of The Crown. We had a little teaser a couple of weeks ago, a poster, um, a release date announcement. Now we have our first look at what we're going to be getting ourselves into because, of course, we know. But seeing it, something else. Um, <laughs> that's so part fu- one. That's so fun. Yeah, part one. It's so funny because, like, I'm, we're just talking about reimagined classics and like live action adaptations. Like this is like you know that, but real life. Um, you know, um, but anyway, I, this trailer had me on the verge of tears. I don't know about you guys. I'm looking at Euphoria, um, because I was just, nah, all my Diana, mm. all my Diana feels just came <laughs> flushing okay. back in. I know that imagery. Yeah. So many iconic shots, you know, um, of her from the, you know, the last couple of years of her life were used in this trailer, um, you know, all that stuff that we remember seeing when we were kids um, and just, you know, I mean, her story's been been told in different ways and stuff before and, and, and this is going to be, like, this is going to be, I think, the first time there's been, like, an actual proper dramatization of, like, um, you know, her death, um, like, in terms of, like, Diane is in it because she wasn't like the movie The Queen with Helen Mirren was also done by Peter Morgan who created the Crown TV series um, that focuses on the Queen's response specifically to Diana's death um, and yeah whereas this one we're getting it from Diana's side as well as the Queen's side as well as Charles and everybody else you know so um, this is going to be intense this is going to be gut wrenching heart wrenching emotional and you feel it in this trailer so well it's put together so well uh fucking just uh so proud to say elizabeth debicki is an australian because like she's crushing it she's so good i really love her portrayal of diana um and imelda staunton as the queen is just yeah just great like superbly cast and she's really gonna get to show off her incredible talent this season and, you know, get a glimpse of it in this trailer. I'm like, oh my gosh. So yeah. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is, I guess part one will probably just be dealing with the end of Diana's life and the fallout of that. Um, and then we'll move on to the noughties and Charles and Camilla getting married and Kate and William getting married and all of that shit. And then we'll have, have a happy ever after. I'm so curious as to where they're going to end it. That's where I'm, my focus is. I'm like, how are they going to end this? 
because they're not, obviously not going to bring it directly up to her death, I wouldn't think. Yeah, but I, don't I think know. so. Well, they may have to skip some things. I don't know. Who knows? Like, not actually seeing her die. It's just probably no, gonna, no. she's going. She's probably going to be in an armchair in Scotland, and and then and then and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And we fade to black. And then, and then the queen dies. And then the queen dies. Yes, and it happened last year. Um, yeah, but anyway, fantastic Spoilers. trailer. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this and bawl my eyes out. Fulia, <laughs> um, how did this trailer go for you? Uh, so I wasn't on the verge of tears. Okay, but <laughs> it did still. It did still hit me, uh, especially when in the trailer, you know, that card comes up and it says Paris, and I'm like, oh, uh, no. Here we go. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Look. I think maybe once I once we get the episodes and we start watching it and we see it all happen, I think that's when I'll definitely get emotional. Yeah, yeah. And then for sure. all the memories will start flooding back of when it actually happened, and I might, you know, I might cry. Uh, but I can't say that. I don't know what future Fulia is going to be like. <laughs> mm. When I, you know, when we, when I watch it, um, the trailer was cut really well uh, for part one, at least, and um, just the just the way that it was, like just the way that they cut it together about the fact that the accident happened, but you don't see it in the trailer. The, but the way that they cut it all together so that. You understand something bad has happened. They're trying to get whatever news they can from the royal family and, like, get their thoughts on it and all that sort of stuff. But you're not actually seeing anything, you know? And the fact that everybody's telling the queen how much Diana has affected the world, impacted them even. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see the inside story of what happened during that time. Mm. Um, so yeah, I am really keen for this. Really keen. Uh, I have a feeling the last episode of part one might be the, uh, actually maybe not even then. I think it's going to be a lot earlier that we're going to find out that she got, that she was killed. Yeah. That the accident happens. Yeah. I feel like I feel like she'll die either halfway through or a third of the way through. Or, yeah. e- or even two thirds of the way through. I feel like I feel like part one is gonna end with the Queen Mother's death, maybe, or Margaret's death as well. Okay. because um, those happened uh, early in the early two thousands. Both of them, one after yeah. the other. So yeah, I feel like they might end it there and then I don't know, and then carry on after that. But yeah, that, it's just guessing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just just keen, and but it's also going to be sad because it is the final season of the actual show as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I and I understand why they're doing it, um, but it's yeah, it's just it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm kind of wondering, kind of wondering how the UK. Will be going with, with the actual broadcast of this, or when, whether it'll be, like at the same time as us or something like that. I don't know. 
Well, it's going to drop on Netflix, so yeah, it'll it'll all be um. It'll be for everyone. It'll yeah. be simultaneous. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Michael, do you have any thoughts on on the, this trailer for The Crown? Did you did you enjoy it? Did you get emotional? Uh, no, I didn't cry. I thought, okay, it's in two parts. Uh, and it says four episodes to re- to be released and then six for the remainder in, in December. So they're still not finished with it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I know the era. I lived it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I remembered it. Um... I I was when you said uh, um, uh, uh, the Queen, uh, and I remembered. Oh yeah, Tony Blair's in this era, so I was ho- hoping mm-hmm. Michael Sheen will probably do it because he, he, he still looks he still looks like um, Tony Blair. But no, it's not it's not Mike, Michael Sheen coming back to do Tony Blair. No, unfortunately, no, it's not. Which which is a shame because they got Richard Roxbury to do to do um, Bob Hawke, and he mm. played Bob Hawke in in Hawke, Bob Hawke and Hawke. Hawke and Hawke. Uh, in that episode that I really detest and don't like. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yes, Australia. <laughs> what, what are we going to call it? What are we going to call the episode? Tell us. I don't like that. You do know what that's called? Uninhabited land. Really? Yeah. Are you saying that it was uninhabited? (laughs) Ah, British imperialism, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah. What a time. We are British. As soon as we get those fuckers off our money. (laughs) (laughs) I've got nothing against the Australian flag. I just have a problem with the top left-hand corner. (laughs) Anyway. So, So. this is... This is coming out, yes. so in two parts. It sure is. First part, mm-hmm. first part in in soon, and the second part in later. So yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I haven't finished doing all the pro, uh, pro, uh, pre, post production. Maybe I'm I drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very good. All right, that is trailer park done. One trailer done. We should do that more often. We should. <laughs> <laughs> Which means mm. now, mm. yes, it's time for the moment. Oh, oh my goodness! The segment. The yes section. The Ouroboros. The snake Yay. eating its tail. The <laughs> the end of existence itself. It's time for. Popcorn culture. It's popcorn culture. Let's go. Popcorn culture. <laughs> it's popcorn culture. Not so loud. You upset the discord. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, do we have a discussion for you? Oh my god, mm-hmm. we are here to talk about Loki, episode four of season two, heart of the TVA. Um. Wow! <laughs> oh my god, I was watching this. I'm not, I'm not jumping to the end. I'm just giving my initial reactions. But I was watching this at like 11:30 at night. 
on Friday um, after I'd you know got home and whatever and 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 yelling at the TV because I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm this. Wow, what an episode! I I actually I think I like this episode more. Uh, looking back on it, I think the last. Like, the last, like, five, ten minutes of it really made it for me. Like, um, I wasn't sure where they were going with it at first and, you know, obviously what they were, you know, doing and and stuff. But um, there was some really... There were some really great beats in this episode. Like, some really great character moments. Some really great um, just furthering of the plot, obviously. And just some shocks. Like, some unexpected shocks. And... I just, I mean, I'm so happy <laughs> that a show about my favorite character in this entire thing is like the best fucking thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I'm so happy. Like, yeah, unfortunately, a, a, yeah, and yeah, unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, very happy and very thankful that it, that that is the case because, like, it's wow, the shit they're doing in this show is just fantastic. The writing, like, you know, we weren't really sure about a couple of things, you know, we did kind of feel certain things maybe were missing or skipped over or like cut out or whatever. And, but no, this episode is just like, go, go, go. Um, similar to episode one a little bit, but, um, but just, I love it when, I love it when fiction does this, when it makes you think everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Like they're going to, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna save the day. It's gonna be fine. And then it's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> rug pull, rug fucking oh, pull. Yeah. That yeah, we'll talk about the ending, of course, at at nauseum later on. But yeah, I was stunned. So I'm yeah, I'm very very happy to be a Loki fan right now, and uh, glad to see that the reviews I think sold like some of the reviews I saw I think sold the show very short um and uh yeah and are probably just quick to jump on the let's let's trash the mcu bandwagon like this show is an outlier um against everything else that's been going on it's literally outside of its timeline yeah (laughs) they literally have like yes they're doing connective stuff but i don't think it's holding it back as much as other people seem to think it is and they can still just do what they want you know, and they can tell these fantastic sci-fi stories and do it well, um, mm. like very, very well and not break anything like universe wise or whatever. And it's just, ah, uh, oh, thank God for the show. Um, anyway, Fulia, <laughs> what was your, what was your reaction to watching Heart of the TVA? Oh my goodness. I was watching this at like, two o'clock today <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> i was like trying to hold on to to every moment that came through and it, like every time something was happening and then all of a sudden like it the you know something good was happening and then it got taken away and then something good was happening and then it got taken away and i was like stop doing this to my heart what are you doing <laughs> And then I just, yeah, this episode was freaking awesome. I was on the edge of my seat watching this episode and 
I was just trying to m make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, just everything that just went, the th everything that happened in this episode, it just had my jaw dropping every time. <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. What? No. <laughs> it's like... And then my head imploded when everything <laughs> happened at the end. <laughs> Oh, I was a yes. stun mullet. <laughs> <laughs> My mind unraveled. Hmm. <laughs> like, like man's spaghetti. Um. No, no. But no, like this, this episode, man, we've got two episodes left. What's going to happen now? I know. No idea. <laughs> I mean, Mike might have some theories, but I have no idea. I do. <laughs> Speaking of theories, Michael, what were your overall thoughts? Oh, no, no, no. I won't do my theories. I'll do my overall uh, Yes, thing. yes. Um, yes. Uh, this is definitely is ramping up to uh, uh, for, for what would happen because we are dealing with time travel and everything that we've seen in in the past, like when Loki... Loki goes back in the past. We actually get to see the end end result there. I thought that was going to be the final episode that we're going to get the full circle, but it happened here, and I was surprised. And everything was leading up to is like, oh, it, it can't. This can't be it because my theory is everything was going to be destroyed. So what is going to happen? And then stuff happens, and I thought, oh, <laughs> my theory just changed. <laughs> I need to think about this. <laughs> but but yeah in, including me it's like I, I I didn't expect them to go as far as they did especially with one particular scene uh, yeah and and then from the the final crescendo they, they were doing like this big hero moment and then the rug pulls like and, and then people and then the characters were being like the audience is like oh yeah. shit yeah. what's what's gonna happen <laughs> what's, now yeah what? <laughs> What happened? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I am really enjoying this show, and it's got it, it, this show gets me thinking a lot, and <laughs> where the way <laughs> where things are going, and uh, one of my theories is uh, just to sprinkle here. There's there's going to be another series. Yeah, another season. Another series, a season. Yeah. I, oh. I, I think I think you might be right, but I mean, only based on the fact that I, in a video breakdown I watched, um, the guy mentioned apparently Kevin Feige has said something about a third season. I haven't seen this in the news, so I don't know how legit it is. I haven't but, seen that either. But I feel like it makes the most sense in the world because this is, I mean, you know, I might talk my boy up, but this is the best. <laughs> this is like the most popular show out of the MCU. Yeah. Loki is one of the most popular characters. There is a reason Tom yes. Hiddleston is still playing him. It's because he's so beloved as this character. Um, and yeah, he's with, okay. And with the state of the MCU at the moment and the response and the fact that they're going, let's change shit up, at, let's get showrunners in, let's do a show bible, let's, do the, let's approach TV how TV should be approached and focus on serialized shit instead of limited series. Loki is the first show you can really kind of start to do that with because you've already got a season mm. two you can just keep going 
um, and people will eat that shit yeah. up. Um, and b- they need a win. They need a fucking win. Like, I, the Marvels is out next week, but, you know, the hype is not there, right? Lo- the hype yeah. is there for Loki. So they'd be stupid not to make a third season. Stupid. Yeah. And, anyway. Yeah, and uh, jumping off that, um, yeah, there, there were a couple of hiccups like I saw in this season. It's not all perfect. Like, no. Like yeah. The second episode, it was like a big, big sort of tilted it's like okay we're doing this okay what there's there's a rebellion in the tba it was like okay can we dwell more on this yeah. it's like okay and then it's 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 all wrapped up at the end it's like but i need more maybe, yeah that episode maybe, definitely maybe, wasn't handled well it need a bit more scenes but but yeah now they're going to actually properly do this as a tv show uh, uh to have a uh a script editor and and a showrunner and and everything uh, i think yeah it it's it's um it, it it's uh what's the phrase it's on the hill it, it's on the it's on the shoulders of giants at the moment so it, it can only go up and and to me uh, i didn't really hear what if the that kevin feige thing but no. story wise it sort of makes sense cuz i like the thing of everything comes in threes, and that's my and that's one of my theories that I might divulge later on. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't need I as much as I you know obviously love Loki. I don't need this show to go forever or overstay its welcome. Like the fact that we're even in a season two, I never thought it was going to happen. Like you know, I wish I'd I wish I had filmed my reaction to the season two announcement because, <laughs> oof. Let's just say I was jumping off the uh, walls. Um, well, that was at the end of the previous season. It was, yeah, yeah, two years ago. At the, yeah, they finished, finished the yeah episode six, and then it was the the stinger was the reveal of season two. So we might get that at the end of this one, maybe. My God, if they do that again, well, I mean, they totally could do that again because this episode, not to jump ahead to the ending, but. Episode four of season one was when we f- um, finished with Loki being pruned, and we were all yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Because we didn't know pruning, like we thought pruning meant death, um, and mm. we'd all just watched him die again. Fuck. Um, and now, <laughs> and now the meme is real. The meme is real, and now episode four, season two, ends in an even more harrowing fashion, and Loki's dead, quote unquote. Um, and it's yeah, so they've gone. So it would make sense to yeah, yeah. All and no post credit scene to reassure us. Oh God, because yeah, last time we got a post credit scene. Last time they gave us yeah. that reveal of Loki being in the void and meeting you know classic Loki kid Loki and boastful Loki, um, and you know alligator, and alligator, Al- and alligator Loki. And how dare you? How dare you I, not remember? Alligator I am Loki. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been two and a half years. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, I when the screen went black after that insane ending, and then I was, I was like, and a couple Come of on. beats of silence. It's yeah. like, hold. Yeah, <laughs> that was so clever, and I'm just like, "Come on, let's go, let's go!" And then they did credits, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I um, did. I, I I did. Well done. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I I admire their restraint on that. Hold the tension. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's great. All right. Let's get into um, some of the things that happened in this episode. Um, 
starting with, I suppose, you know, with uh, Renslayer and Miss Minutes, the big baddies of this show. Um, I really liked the, you know, the scene, the way that Renslayer and the way we as the audience, like I love it when characters get to learn shit like this at the same time as the audience and you get to mm. you get to both kind of go like in tangent with each other in parallel with each other to your reactions and so watching her like I love the way they did it too like how stylized it was with like the mini version of the two of them yeah. standing in the yeah I thought that was a that was beautifully done um and yeah and we got to hear the we got to see sorry the you know the dialogue between them that we'd heard in episode one that Loki heard um, when he was time slipping, the two of them having a conversation. And then we find out that, yeah, that Renslayer was with him when the TVA was formed. She was, you know, his right-hand woman, I suppose, and um, and involved in, all, yeah, forming the TVA, maybe in the Time War itself or the Kang, Kang Multiverse War, whatever it was. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and to see the fact that then he, he was like, um, you know, basically like, I don't do partners, and erased her memory, erased everybody's memory, and Miss Minna's like, really? You want me to do that? You know? Um, mm. yeah, very, very interesting, and so I kind of, yeah, I kind of like, um, I liked, I liked that stuff, and then just, yeah, just, you know, Red Slayer Miss Minutes in this episode in general were really, really good. Um, especially Miss Minutes. Like, I don't know if I can wear... I have Miss Minute earrings. I don't know if I can wear them anymore after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> because that... that... You like, like all the people that name their da- daughter Cersei. Yeah. Or, or Khaleesi or... Khaleesi, Daenerys. not yeah. Cersei. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know, because it's just like... Oh, okay. Yep, you're you you you're evil. You're evil psycho clock. Um, yeah, that <laughs> two my two favorite Miss Minute bits uh, for me were her reacting to the cube scene. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was that was fucked up. Um, and then yeah, I watched that on my computer. And I had headphones on. Oh no! And and I heard dripping. <gasps> oh, mm. <laughs> well, yeah. I watched the recap video that I watched. Pointed out the drain in the center of the floor, and like the the mm. yeah, and like the hoses and shit on the side. I'm like, oh, oh. this is fucked yeah. up. This is fucked up. This is something the TVA does. They. Wow. Squish, they squish variants. Yeah, anyway. Um, so that's really fucked <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, Miss Minute's reaction was... But why? Yeah, I know. What's the... Po- yeah, I know. It's a very, very... A theory out there that I don't really agree with, yeah. but they, they think it's a solent... A, sol- uh, a, <laughs> a solent green scenario. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I... I I don't. I think that's no. I think that's too much of a stretch. Why is Keelan pie green? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. They eat paper. Eat paper. The pie oh, is paper. No. 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 Um. That's... Yeah. Well, you know, sci-fi. This show is borderline yeah. borderline horror show at this point. 
Um, mm. But yeah, her reaction to that scene, and then um, uh, yeah, I really loved this the sequence when she was shut down, um, and the, yeah. the, mm. the way they animated that, and Tara Strong's voice performance, like her vocal performance in that, the way her voice changed and sounded, and the way they edited it to make it like shudder and like cut in and out glitch out yeah glitch out um and then just i love the choice like the stylistic choices they made with like the way she changes when she starts to go offline um and like because like and it was very chilling the way they did it because first you have that like she when she fades out and she has that there's that shot of her where she's just an outline and there's crosses in her eyes and you're like, oh, fuck, that's gross. And then, like, it's kind of unsettling. And then you get her coming back and saying, you'll never be him. And then... Yeah! Oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> chills. Absolute chills. And then, like, they're flashing to just her as a clock and then disappearing. I, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I really loved it. Anyway, so, yeah, those are my my Renslayer Miss Minutes thoughts um fulia um <laughs> yourself <laughs> i mean those two particular moments were the most like prominent especially with miss minutes yeah mm. um they they really stood out compared to some of the other moments um the fact that you know miss minutes was like i'm gonna show you something that you're gonna be angry about yeah here yeah <laughs> here um don't Mind help. you, Renslayer was very calm about it when she saw that. She's stewing. Yeah, mm. she's yeah, she was having a good think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's gotten to a point now with Renslayer that she's now. I, th- I feel like. I feel like she's going to become. Actually, no, I can't say that now. Uh, when I first. <laughs> When we first got it, we the stuff that we were seeing with her and Miss Minutes, I was like, oh, is she going to become the big bad now? Um, mm. But then, yeah, later on, we find out it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But then again, we never know. Um, and, yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you've already pretty much mentioned what probably my thoughts as well in terms of Especially with Miss Minutes and how creepy she was, we're just enjoying the torturous death of those poor people with the drippy cube. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I did, and it's like, holy shit, this is worse than in Ant Man when you shrink someone and step on them. Yeah. <laughs> Squish. Squish. Mm. But this was very Ocean Gate. Sort of. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, except, so that was, one, except that was instantaneous. This was like... This is like, no, yeah, slow and... Torturous. Yes. Uh, so, that's how ma- so that's what happens when you supply pressure to a human body. Mm. Goop. And little brown fragments. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of gore. I wonder how ma- yeah. Mm. Just from sound. Mm. Terrible. I wonder how many liters. <laughs> <sighs> the moment where 
<laughs> Where B was it B fifty two? B fifteen. Yeah. B fifteen. Sorry, B fifteen. When yeah. she walks into the room to find that everybody's gone, but then the fact that we don't see the aftermath, it's all covered up, and we're like, oh, it must be really bad. You see yeah, it. It's... You see it on her face. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. She has a lot of those. Because uh, the previous episode that we're, when we're seeing like the Atari screen of all the uh, branches like popping off is like this, and you can see it in their faces like a um, hundred thousand people cried out in terror, then suddenly in silence. Silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I got, got to shout out Wanmi Masaku for her performance so far. Like, I mean, she's great yeah. anyway, but like, yeah, just mm. the fact that they're they're like, okay, how who can we get to sell? the horror of this scene because we we can't show this like this is no. if, it, mm. if this was on amazon or if it was on you know <laughs> hbo or whatever you know you could fucking maybe do this like especially if it was in the boys universe obviously but because it's disney and and to be honest i don't i don't mind obviously they didn't show it i knew they weren't going to show it but it's i just yeah. love the fact that they were like who's the Who's the best person to react to this that we're gonna get? And I, she sold it. Um, yeah, she sold it so good. Yeah, and then then yeah. the, and then and the, it, for it to then end with her like being like you know Miss Minutes popping up on the screen on her time pad. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you didn't say the magic word. Yeah. Yeah. Please. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you have um additional thoughts on Renslayer and Miss Minutes? Um Yeah. Uh Yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah, yeah not really. No, that's <laughs> sort okay. Of, sort of said it all. Um I will mention um when it was happening, you saw the gleeful with uh, Miss Minutes, but you also see the absolute terror on etched in Brad's face as well. It's like Yeah. I'm siding with these people. <laughs> and he wasn't quite the same after. No. <laughs> Especially when he's pruning, pruning that, that guy. Um, yeah. And Renslayer gets pruned too, so they're going to the void. Going to the bin. <laughs> going to the bloody so, bin. So that's where she's going to be next episode. Oh, oh, my brain just had a little moment. You know how in season one when Loki was pruned and he went into the void are we potentially gonna see Renslayer in the void with the other Lokis? Possibly if they survived. Maybe <laughs> If they Maybe. survived like killing each other Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last time we saw him. Oh god I want can someone give me President Loki back please Jesus <laughs> He doesn't you have like an arm bad though. boys. Step on my face arm. Just <laughs> step all over it Please. Anyway, uh, what about Throg? What about Throg? Well, what I think throg? I think isn't there supposed to be? This must be where we get because I thought I thought I read that we're going to be getting a, a, a Throg scene or something in this. And now that we're um, now that we're in the void, that makes sense. I, no, I think there was uh, a deleted scene. Oh, okay. Where Lo- where Loki takes over Asgard. And oh, yeah. And yeah. then Throg comes in. I'm remembering. Says, you yeah. turned me into a frog. And it was uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Doing, uh, an, uh, a voiceover. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a deleted scene. It wasn't a... Yeah, anyway. My bad. Yeah. I misremembered. There was a couple of deleted scenes that got dropped. Mm. 
Not too long ago. Be nice. We have more yeah. of them. Um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Squish. <laughs> Squish. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You mentioned Brad, but I. I just kind of liked. Um, you know, just adding to the power of that scene of like, you know, he's the only one out of all of them that's like, I want a life on the timeline. He's not gonna fucking because he had one. He's not. Yeah, he's not. Mm. He's not gonna fucking get one. Um, because he. Yeah, he knows what his life was. I suppose. Um, and. But I just love the fact that, like, you know, Doc's General Doc's came around at the end. Like, B fifteen, B fifteen, kind of got through to her, um, and for that, you know, for the point that she was like, then like, how, you know, we're willing to die rather than walk out that door with her, with them, you know. Such a good line. Yeah, it was a great line. Um, Unfortunately, she needed more to do. Yeah, I would have liked it more if. Like, cause clearly, I feel like it's obvious that these two seasons were conceived in ten, like not not at the same time. Like, this is definitely mm. something that was conceived after um, the first season. Because I feel like if it had been conceived together, like we would have seen Docs and the other judge, um, like in season one. Um, because I feel yeah. it would, I feel like it would be more, it would have been more impactful if it had been someone. Like if imagine if that was B fifteen that died, like that'd be. F- I mean, I'd be fucking upset, but like, yeah, like, yeah, that would the weight of that would be much more. Would feel that much more, you know. But um, yeah. So it's a shame that they've kind of, I don't know, shoehorned these new characters in and we're and try and trying to like mm. race us to speed us up to get us to care about these characters and and it works a little bit, yeah. but yeah, definitely the weak part of the series so far. I could probably see him like come back in in later episodes. Spoilers for a theory that I have, but but um, uh, it's. I think we're going. Uh, I think because of uh, trailer footage and that, uh, Loki does time slip again, and maybe we'll get get to like feel into it like. <sighs> Some theory, a, a theory that I just popped up into my head. Maybe it's Loki that actually warned Doc's. Uh, some this will happen, and then that would add on to is like that the time the time savers, not the time savers, the time keepers were, um, were 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 fake, but they but the warning is true. So it's. I don't know. There's, there's still more. I think there's still more to do. I don't think this is going to be the end of Docs, uh, okay. per se. Um, yeah, it's very possible. It's a time travel yeah. show, after all. Yeah, no one's really dead. Hmm. Even yes. Blood Bone. Isn't that isn't that right, Michael? No one's ever really dead. Uh, except for this one. <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> so, me. <laughs> Lucky dies again. Lucky dies again. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm just trying to think which, what I would like to talk about. I don't know if, do you guys want to talk about Victor Timely, maybe? Yep. Or do we, <laughs> yes, says Michael, um, or do we want to talk about Loki and Sylvie and Mobius? Oh, Loki and Sylvie? That I dynamic? Yes. 
Because I, yes, because I, I, you know, obviously have thoughts on a lot of that stuff, but, um, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, maybe we can just nut out the Loki and Sylvie of it all, because I just really wanted to talk about just that scene that they have when, you know, they're both, they kind of come to that stalemate um, yeah. of, of, you know, they're both, that neither of them is going to make the other see their point of view. Um, no. And they both recognize that in each other, which I really appreciated um so i i'm liking the writing with them because you know we've been wondering what the hell's going on with sylvie a little bit since she's been back um but this this scene was like a really good like oh okay no this is i like kind of what they're doing but i just and and not to start talking about your theories mike but this is the this kind of made me think of your your theory that you dropped on us last week that made me drop to the floor um, <laughs> um, about Loki uh, maybe being being a villain again, I suppose, being by Kang's side, um, you know, and I kind of agreed with that and felt that with, like, last week as well with Loki and Sylvie being on opposite ends of this argument. And it was just, mm. I think it was just affirmed for me that that's what's going to happen in this scene. Because even though Loki didn't really, he didn't really go full villain or anything in this moment, but you can no, s- no. you can see the beginnings of of that of where that could go with you know yeah. and just the fact that and I knew he was going to say it before he said it because it was set up, but like when he says, you know, when she when Sylvie's like, you know, we're playing God, and then he's like, we are gods. I fucking mm. love that, like. And I love the shot that they did it too, where they actually pan out and these little figures in this big room is like, we are gods. So it's a doctor's position. It's like, it's good. I like that. Cinematography. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was done, done really, really well. And I, I like that. Yeah. The show's reminding us who Loki and Sylvie are, um, you know, how powerful they are. Cause you know, we get to see them use their magic and, uh, you know, Enjoy, mm. enjoyed that scene where you know the, they're both like turn it off <laughs> um <laughs> and then yeah they get you know sylvie gets to enchant brad um that was fun but yeah but that but that scene in particular yeah we are gods like that conversation mm. um it was and, and just some phenomenal acting um as usual by tom hiddleston and um sophia di martino um yeah loving it um fulia what did you think of of loki and sylvie in this episode yeah, no, I mean it was um it was it was really good. It was it was funny that they ended up in the the pie room. Yeah. <laughs> when she specifically said that she didn't want to go there. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was the the conversation that they both had um pretty much yeah, just uh reaffirmed to me that, you know, Loki knows that they are gods. He hasn't lost that. He's he's always known it. Um, and I like Sylvie knows it too, but she doesn't want to play that role anymore by the sounds of things. Yeah. And <clears throat> the fact that, you know, Loki's saying that we need to be the ones that look after these timelines. We need to fix this and all mm. that sort of stuff. And then Sylvie's like, well, we're just going to be playing God, you know? Like, why would we want to do that? And then, of course, the line from Loki. Um, 
Yeah, it, it it was it was a good little like it wasn't too long, so they didn't actually stay there for too long, which was really good. Um, mm. But like it was a nice paced, nice length in terms of that scene, uh, and yeah, it was just really interesting the conversation they had about being gods, even though one of them didn't want to be. Um, yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was it was definitely really good, really good scene. Yeah, 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 it's really good. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely a part two to what they were um, going on in the Citadel, but they were pressed for time because time was running out. Uh, they were over the threshold, and I re uh, I sort of rewatched that um, bit of them with um, he who he who remains and trying to get like bits and pieces of dot points for my theories mm. and yeah it's it, it all to do it's all to do with perspective and um uh and how they uh, see the see the timeline everything is preordained or everything is is destiny and and um and with the Loki, he's going to be a villain again i don't i don't think he's going to be like mustache to early villain no like no, he no. Was in, like like he was in Avengers, I think I think it was more to do with um it's 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 what the um MCU were were doing with uh, like war, um Killmonger and all that. It's like it's yeah. their mm-hmm. particular philosophy and and like Thanos as well. It's not necessarily um uh, like pure evil. It's it, it's what he sees as the be- be- benefit for for the universe. Uh, and and it's not what's in the comics. The reason why he, he did that is because he was in love with the physical manifestation of death. So mm. yeah, it's weird. Uh, I'm glad they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, um, uh, with death, also had a thing for Deadpool as well. So he could have had that sort of triangle, which they, you know, they should do in like a what if um, episode. I don't know the first R-rated uh, <laughs> uh, "What If" episode, and with this um, scene, I, yeah, I'm a big sucker for just characters just talking to each other and not necessarily yeah. anything happening. It's just uh, a clash against philosophies, and one of the theories that I have is, um, uh, yeah, uh, Sylvie's thing is if I kill this, and then everyone will have their own. Uh, have their lives and they can do it but unfortunately that act of killing he who remains was probably a preordained act and and kang slash he who remains actually pre-planned that and he was lying because he's a trickster just Mm. like loki Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and so and so the whole thing is flawed so so it's uh, it, it all comes out in the wash of what would happen and then loki is like and Loki's the opposite. It's like, well, we need order because he believes what uh, he remains said that um, he needed, like he needed, uh, like what the the man who he remains needed to be there to make sure that no other kings actually rise to power and and the, the and the war because we sort of see it at at the end uh, the end of the war in this episode where. Kang decides, okay, we defeated them all, but they can still rise up in order to make sure nothing else happens. 
I need to wipe everyone's memory and even yeah. my existence, and he needed to be he needed to be alone. So the biggest sacrifice he has is like, well, no one needs to know that I'm here. Only one person does. It's Miss Minute, Miss Minutes. But mm, mm-hmm. even that relationship is toxic. So, so yeah. Um, there's also a theory going around that uh, Loki will become uh, hero remains as well. Because oh. um, he has the sort of same mindset as he remains, but uh, I still think that he remains is is lying <laughs> about the whole thing, and and with the theory that I had that uh, last week, where well, he remains as Kang and now Victor Timely, and I still believe they're all the same person, is uh, wasn't meant to be there, so I think. It, uh, to be here remains so maybe it's going to be Loki. I'm I'm bank I'm still banking on Obi is going to be the one who is supposed to be here remains mm. and actually in, uh, was the inventor that um, here remains actually said in the 31st century or something like that. Mm. So it wasn't it wasn't really Victor, uh, Victor Timely. It mm. was it was Obi and and they met and they did the Ouroboros thing and yeah it was great yeah mm-hmm. and uh, who who invented who uh, it's the same thing and maybe there's a theory that obi is actually a, a variant of kang maybe everyone's a variant of kang i've seen i've definitely seen um ren slayer is a uh, is a variant of kang but does that really take away her her um her character too much i don't know yeah a lot of things are happening. Yeah, a lot of things are happening. Yes. Yeah. As you can see, I've got a murder board. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Michael. He's really in. He's really in it. I'm I I'm it. fucking in it. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love, love that. Can you take a photo TBA, of that and put it in the group chat, please? I would love No, it. no, no. No. It's, it's still a working progress. Okay, well when it's done. <laughs> yeah. Like like what uh, I'll, I'll do more theories later on. So I like this. I like this uh, scene with Loki and and, and Sylvie. <laughs> yes. Can I also mention the little um, when Loki started talking about how Thor went back to Earth and then came back a changed god? That was yeah. Thanks for shouting that, that nice. out, fully. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That was a great little moment of him mm. retelling and like likening his brother to you know a version of himself you know to mm. make to make her see that yeah this, you can change it is possible uh, and he's yeah. you know and he's also an example of that too yeah 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 that was great yeah i forgot how did i fucking forget about that jesus <laughs> there's just so much going on oh my god <laughs> your brain just went spaghetti it, it, so. it did it really did anyway speaking of spaghetti victor timely um <laughs> um yeah i I mean mike you just touched on it i i really really loved the little moment um well just just him being at the tva in general just to start with i thought was was nice although i did feel like they leaned a bit into the um stop getting distracted let's move on sort of thing they did that a couple of times i was like okay guys we yeah you could have just picked one or the other just you know, because like you know, we have because we have that scene of them trying to rush him in the hallway, and he's look stopping to look at everything, and 
and like you, we can come back later and then you get him and that great scene of him meeting OB um, but then like you, I'm like, and now we're slowing down so they can sign each other's guidebooks and then and then it's Sylvie that has to then go can we maybe do this later and I'm, like, I'm just why are we doing that again that was the one thing in the episode that I had a nitpick on I was just like probably should have just done the OB scene and not the, uh, the hallway stuff but I get that they were trying to make him go oh Oh, oh, you know. But yeah, I don't know. It was a bit weird. But anyway, I loved the scene of him and OB meeting and that moment of them. And then, like, Loki explaining it for the audience as well so we can understand it's the chicken and the egg sort of thing. Like, it is it is the snake eating its own tail. It's like, what came first? Um, I, the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> the chicken. Um, well, essentially yeah. the fish. And the fish crawled up from the... From the primordial <laughs> ooze. Primordial uh, Yes. Yeah. And then they laid the egg and then it just kept kept on going. Kept until, on going. Until yeah. they... Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Um, but, you yeah, know, I so really... So was a chicken. I really... <laughs> I really liked the scene. I really liked the scene. It was really nice. Just the two of them fanboying over each other. Um, <laughs> and then just, like, those little aside moments of seeing the two of them and Casey, like, working the problem. Um, and and using like that little tech thing and like and Ob like explaining his plan for what they need to do, um, you know that they need to make the loom wider so they can fit more timelines through it so it won't implode on itself, um, and you know how he surely that's a band aid. Yeah, it does feel like a band aid, but <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll gloss over that. Um, but like the fact that he comments, like he, he had the time to make this like model and he's still like, oh, it's not, not to scale. It's not to how I want it. I only had time to put one coat of paint or whatever he says. And I just, I just thought it was really adorable and cute. Um, yeah, it was, it was really. I'm sorry, Marty. It's not to scale. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I I didn't have time to paint it. I really liked, I really liked all of that. And then just, and just even Victor Timely having like this sort of arc because, we know he's a variant of Kang, and we know Kang is kind of inherently bad. But to see, like, the changes in, in in Victor, like, from being this kind of con man scientist who's, like, genuinely trying to do good work, I guess, and then come in uh, to the TVA and seeing the bigger picture for real and seeing the part he plays in it, and then for it to come to that moment of, like... He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna take the thing, and you know, do the thing, and um, you know, get back in time and whatnot. And you know that when he's he's walking down the stairs, he's like, time to be brave or whatever he says. And I'm just like, oh my god, um, yeah, yeah. I was feeling things I'm like, god damn it, writing in this show, the acting in this show is just making me care about mm. characters I probably shouldn't be caring about. But it's great. It's really. It's really good, and yeah, we'll call, we'll talk about the end shortly. But I have a question I want to ask Mike in regards to Victor Timely, but I'm going to save it. Um, Fulia, what did you think about like, you know, just Victor being this, you know, sort of a geeking out character, and him and Ob and his journey in this episode. <laughs> um. Oh, the moment he walks into the TVA and he says like, oh, so this is the TVA. <laughs> He's like looking around. He looks in such a daze, like he was dreaming. 
and mm-hmm. you know just seeing him walk through these hallways and stuff and you know just trying to take everything in and process it all yeah um was really cool and the just the, the moments where he gets distracted like honestly it's a very natural human thing to do and i would have been exactly the same Honestly, like, especially someone going from the past into the future, like in an instant, uh, and especially in a, in a sort of a realm that doesn't really exist, but does really sort of, yeah, it sort of really boggles your mind and you really want to understand what's happening. And that's it. And I think that's what, that's what Victor Timely was Mm. pretty much showing the fact that it's a very human thing to be distracted by everything around you. That's new. And I kind of appreciated that because I would have done exactly the same thing. (laughs) What do you mean this whole place is existing in a black hole? What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's impossible. No, just very improbable. (laughs) The, The moment where Victor and Ouroboros, they meet, they don't know what's going on, but then they realize who's who. And then they're like, can I get your, what did they call it? Can I get your etching? <laughs> was it, was it, did they say etching or is there something, something else? Like etching, in terms of like etching getting. or inscription or something. Inscription. Yeah. May I have your inscription? <laughs> like an autograph. That's great. <laughs> your Hancock. <laughs> your John Hancock. Yeah, John. I, I love, I love that, that moment. It was, it was, it was like they were both you know, fanboying over each other. Um, and yeah, the fact that he's always getting distracted. I didn't, I didn't mind it. Um, especially, I think, I think the one that kind of, that I didn't really like too much was the hot chocolate one. And I knew that that was a setup to what was going to happen next. Right. Uh, but it just like, it's one of those things where they're trying to get information from him. They're trying to get this loom fixed and all that sort of stuff, trying to get the contraption to work. And he's still fixated on the fact that Moby has got a hot chocolate out of the machine. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it was great. And every time they tried to get his attention back, he'd, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, this, but... Out of a machine, really? <laughs> like, it, I think that kind of threw me off a little bit in terms of just, it, I think it was a bit too much <laughs> distraction. Mm. Um, okay, fair but enough. But then obviously the, the moment they, they cut to him being in the hallway getting this hot chocolate out of the hot chocolate machine. <laughs> but then not drinking it. Yeah, yeah. Like you were so fascinated about a about a, a drink coming out of a machine that you gave it to someone else instead. Yeah, yeah. Like he's more fascinated in the mechanics of it, not necessarily. You didn't want to drink it, yeah. Not not necessarily the cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the first time I used an ice machine. It's like I don't want ice. I just want to see how what it does. Ice. <laughs> what am I going to do with the ice? Tip it down the sink. <laughs> um, and, it, and he's out of time, so. <laughs> so that got a little 
maybe a little too much in terms of being distracted. But I I kind of enjoyed his little, you know, geeking out times. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Um, Mike, what about you? Do you have any... You probably said a little bit already on all of this stuff, but do you have anything else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will mention, it did remind me of... Um, uh, uh, H.G. Wells, uh, the Time Machine, where he goes forward in time and he's very fascinated on the future and everything like. That. Especially the um, Guy Pierce uh, um, adaptation, where he go- goes into the library and then and it's like, wow, this is all news. It's like, can you explain Time Machine to me? It's like, well, and then they do a, a weird thing where they mention H.G. Wells's book within the adaptation of the time machine it's okay funny but what <laughs> that broke my brain but yeah um yeah it was a bit weird uh i didn't mind the distraction at first like especially with obi and, and everything like that but the coco is like mm, okay I, I don't know you're probably setting up to get away from the other guys so you can be captured by Renslayer and Brad and Brad fucking Brad and Miss Minutes so they can interrogate him and he you know yeah yeah still being his charming self (laughs) and it's a shame that he may have died Mm. maybe 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 maybe. Mm. or it was all Kang's plan so his temporal aura gets trapped into the timeline so they can create more yes it can, that's what I wanted to ask you can so can we talk are we talk about the ending now yes um okay so yeah so obviously uh yeah Victor decides that he's gonna be the one to take out the thing to, you know, launch the thing to make the loom bigger, fix everyone's problems, right? Um, He doesn't even get out the door (laughs) before we see... One step. Yeah, one step before we see, like, one of the most kind of fucked, (laughs) gruesome... Unsettling kind of uh, no, deaths. Not, not really gruesome. Well, you, you, saw, you see, you saw bones. You see bones. You see skull. You see like. Ooh. Oh, I must not have been paying oh, that no. much attention. To yeah, it. I've been. I I've been watching. Like I've seen gifs of it just on repeat, and I'm and just studying it because I'm just fascinated by it. Like you know, just morbid fascination. Yeah. 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 And just like because like he immediately steps out and he just starts screaming. And then, and then he's gone, and it's like, what the fuck? So, obviously, that was uh, apart from the, you know, the um, cube squishy. Um, that was like the other, like other squishy cube. The next, the squishy cube. This is the next, next big kind of shock, like rug pull, as you said, Mike. Um, was this like we didn't expect this to happen at all? But I loved that it was immediate. Um, but my question is. Okay, is is he dead? Number one. N- number two. Um, does this erase Victor timely 
or does this erase Kang as plural from the time from everything? Um, and then my other thing is is like, well, if he's not dead, I mean, we'll find out what happens. I mean, obviously mm. they're not all dead; they're all going to come back somehow. But um, is he dead? Dead, I suppose is the the thing. I don't know. I can't seem to figure out what it all. What is what that part of it is going to lead to? I don't know. Yeah, I never really thought of that question. If he's dead or not, mm. um, <laughs> to tell you the truth, um, it definitely looks finite. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and efficient, and I don't know. Possibly, um, I know there's there's a huge plan. And it's all banking towards it being a full circle. Because mm. I'm still under the impression of, well, we're in this sort of era where uh, time is unraveling because there's no more here remains and there's nothing being checked. So we're in this weird sort of area where where all the time, all the times are branching out now they're coming back more huge and they need to be fitted into that loom and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and and it feels like it's uh, nothing's going to stop it Mm. so it just implodes until until everything goes out until one particular strand goes into well, if I discover that uh, that universes are on top of each other, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to take that one, and and it just keep on going. So we're not up to that era yet. That's why I'm thinking there's going to be a, a third season yeah, okay. to explain that. Yeah. But with Victor Timely um, being unraveled uh, within time and mm-hmm. in this particular area. Maybe it's got something to do with Kang's overarching narrative that this needs to happen so he can like take over again and squish all everything into one particular time strand, and then the whole thing goes over again because it's Ouroboros, Ouroboros. Yeah. Um. So I don't know the. <laughs> oh my god, this is <laughs> this is this is Doug Adams. We know the answer. <laughs> 42. We just don't know the question. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's my answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. I know, we know the end goal. Mm-hmm. We just don't know the bits in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so we've got two more episodes to go. Um yeah, so I, that's why that's why it was such a shock. Like seeing that is like okay, this is, this is going to be cool because I'm still thinking that Victor Timely uh, was originally in the sacred timeline, like original timeline, and then when he got the book, it turned into a branch. So and he was taken out of time. So mm. that's happened a couple of times, especially with Loki. He was in he was in the sacred timeline, then branch when he got the Tesseract, and he got taken out. Sylvie. Maybe the same thing. Mm. I'm still I'm still undecided about that because she was a a child 
And then all of a sudden, she got taken out of time for some reason. There's, we don't know the reason yet. It's not because she's female. I don't think. I don't think so. No. Otherwise, she would have been taken as a baby. So there's there's something there. There's something still there. Um, another theory that I have is Ouroboros is the original creator of uh, the um, like the TBA. Like he discovered that. Um, universes on top and then he met I'm still I'm still thinking that maybe he is a variant of Kang maybe I don't know but but he meets himself like Victor Timely like in a previous previous time before he got his mind wiped and and because Kang is the conqueror he needs to conquer everything and say and I don't do partners so he was a partner with um, Obi Mm. but then it's like, well, I need to keep you down in the basement just in case something happens because I need you to stay down there so you can try and try and do that. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going to have a look at my, my thing. Because, <laughs> because they say that uh, an Ouroboros is one, uh, one snake. I'm thinking there's three. Because the number three is coming up a lot. There's three timekeepers, and I'm thinking there's three main people within the TBA uh, that are controlling the TBA. Like at the moment, like at the start of this episode, we we see um, Kang being in charge of the TBA because he conquered everything and conquered Obi for some reason. Still don't know. It's still it's still up in the air. Uh, so that's the conquered stage, mm. and we are living into the wonderness, wonderness stage where maybe Loki is sort of in charge. That's why the, the right. that's why the series is called Loki because he's important because <laughs> <laughs> he's the main character. Yeah. So he's in, he's proxy in charge of the TBA because he and she Loki, uh, she Loki Sylvie um, started the. Uh, the great unset of of the timeline and the and the destruction of the TBA, but then you have another snake. The third snake is the creation, which I think it's Obi. So, I think there's three different um, eras of this particular TBA finding universe thing. Mm. So you got so you got the destruction, the mischief, the mischief makers. Uh, and then you got the creation, and then you got the conquering, and then, and then you got the destruction, over and over until uh, uh, Kang's dynasty and everything will be reset to what it was meant to be. Just people just looking at different um, errors in time, or maybe the complete, maybe the TBA will be completely destructive, and uh, and everything will just be over. Over wibbly wobbly timely wimey as it should be because because life is chaos and it should be you make your own destiny you're not preordained and that'll be the end of this saga of the multiverse of mcu and then we can do something else and not mention multiverse theory ever again because we don't talk about the um the infinity 
stuff because we don't need to because that's all done now. We don't need to. No one's finding stones uh, ever again after mm. because they're all in a locked drawer in the TBA. And yeah, and yeah, yeah, that's my thing. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's cool. Yeah. No, oh, great. Um, oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, Fully, did you have anything you wanted to add before I, I share my thoughts on the, the, end, the, the, the final scene? I don't have anything. <laughs> that's fine. That is fine. <laughs> I just wanted to just, I mean, we've already touched on it, but just like the guts of them to just, you know, like Victor Timely dies and then they just react to it and and then it's just all over. Um, I just, I really loved the way that scene was like staged and shot and the, mm. the visual of it. And I feel like, I mean, you know, we sh we shouted her out last week, but Natalie Holt's score. This is the moment where it really kind of comes together. This epic mm. kind of crescendo, almost of just like, oh fuck, <laughs> where unsettling, yeah. unraveling score. Mm. Yeah, it was so so well done. Like that moment where you see the loom explode implode and, and 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 you know the blast is coming for them and the, the way the music sounds it's just it's epic and it's like and it's kind of sad at the same time it's very grim you know because it's just like oh okay and then but like and then i found it really interesting like you see the way each character responds to the the fact that they well they think they're about to die i'm guessing obviously they're probably not but um, you know, they're essentially they're they're all about to die, and they're, that realization's hitting them. But Mobius is just like, like he's bouncing around still. He's just like, what, what do we do? We got to do something. Like he's just he's still on his toes, um, which I thought was a really lovely choice by Owen Wilson to do, uh, if that was his choice. Um, um, but yeah, and then just for you know it to it to end on like that like gripping close-up of of Hiddles and his just amazing face and his incredible performance just like having the light on him like that and it just getting closer and closer as you feel the blast get closer and closer and just his shock and awe of what what's happening and and then for him to like turn away at the last second and then we you know we cut to black like it's just it was just so all just so well executed i just really loved it i just yeah and then the no post credit scene as we already mentioned was just yeah fuck you live with it for a week yeah i was just like jesus how are we gonna how the hell are we gonna survive for another week the way the way that they cut to black too was very unsettling it was like literally just bang yeah done yeah and then as mike you said earlier they met they they stopped on it for a few seconds they waited they held you mm. they held you i in thought there was space. something wrong with i thought there was something wrong with my tv or my internet <laughs> was buffering or something i'm like wait why is it gone black yeah has my tv died what's going on and then on the credits run i'm like wow really yeah mm. 
really, really good television. Yeah, very good television. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then just the score too that goes over the end credits is it was so creepy and just so uh. oh fuck yeah. It was just a fantastic way to end an episode of TV. Um, yeah, and brought everything together so nicely. And just I, I've been saying it to everybody. I'm like, I have no idea where this, what they're like, how this is gonna play out exactly. Like, you know, we can theorize as much as we want. And Mike, you're probably yeah. gonna be right on some of the points. But like, my my takeaway was just like, but it's over. They're all like, it's over. They're dead. They're done. It's like. But the MCU's done. Like, <laughs> just mm, cut. pretty much. Like they, it's destroyed. It's done. So how the hell does it reset? How the hell does it come back? Like how does how do things? Yeah. So I'm so excited for the next two episodes. Like more than I have been for any episodes of TV for a while. Really. Like just yeah. It's good. It's so good. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, I'm. I'm. I have nothing else left um, to say, really. Um, do you guys have anything you want to touch on, uh, or we can get out of here? Uh, I can say a couple of things. Yeah. Because um, the only thing that we can go on is uh, shots from trailers and that. Yeah. And I did, and I did talk that. Well, Loki does um, time slip again. Yes. So, I think a big possibility is at those moments, just before they get wiped out, Loki time slips back. And then he, he has to live with, he's like, oh shit, I know the ending. I need to do something, change something. And one of the, uh, one of the shots is uh, him himself going out uh into into the um, to the loom, but he doesn't have a suit on. He's going out by himself because he's, he's Loki. He's got godlike powers now because it's not being hampered by the TBA. So so he's going. He's walking on the plank and he's looking sexy and shit. And <laughs> I don't know. Um. So there is that. So there could be a possibility that he's slipping in time and warning people. And I'm thinking that's why we'll probably get more of uh, Doc's doing stuff and also maybe 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 we get to see what um, and there's also shots of uh, Casey and and we do see a a jet ski dealership as well so maybe mm. we get to see uh, what they they were before they got captured by the by the TBA maybe um so there's possibilities of that and we get and we see like um a shot of a monitor but with the same elements of Victor Timely like everything's being all spaghetti eyed so you, you get to yeah. see um, like like slow time it's like a room of spaghetti everything, like everything is start, starting to spaghetti fire because all time is being unraveled Everything is being unraveled in every. So we get to see the slow death of the entire universe. <laughs> yeah. Within these two episodes, and there's two episodes. So I think I think we get to see Loki like 
pretty much see the death of everything and he blames himself. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be more of a character like story, but with awesome visuals. I think. But I need an I need another episode to pinpoint mm. the final episode because I don't know myself and I enjoy the fact that I don't know. Yeah. And every everything's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Keep us guessing. Keep us guessing. Yes. I love yeah. that. I love that very much. Um cool. All right. Shall we shall we end it there maybe? Yes. Mm-hmm. We shall. Very good. All right. That was our uh you know lovely extended probably I think an hour long chat I think about just about Loki which makes me very happy. Um <laughs> season two, season 2 episode 4 Heart of the TVA um it's going to get longer and longer. It's going to get longer and longer. Um yes, hope you guys enjoyed that and I I know we did. Um, so that's popcorn culture done and that's the podcast done. It's time to go home back to the beginning. Um, <laughs> and, and that, that, that was a podcast, was a podcast called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the platform formerly known as Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching the video right now, make sure to like it, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future content. And if you're watching us over on our Twitch feed, make sure to give us a follow over there, twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Yes! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Cantaramaggio. And I'm the Spaghetti Junction of a Michael Lister. <laughs> and, and you, you just, just, just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Remember to eat beef. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies. Also, the universe dies. Everyone dies. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's going to die. Everyone's dead. And Ren Slayer's in the void, so she's safe. Yes. That's very true. She sure she sure is, for now, until she gets swallowed yes. up by a life. But who knows? I don't know. It's your it's your boyfriend's dog, it's always it, it always says, <laughs> I love you too. Yes. Well, um Fulia has her line. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to look after yourself when you mental health, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Most important. Most important. Thank you for watching and yes. listening. Latest <clears throat> and, and...